It's that time. It's time for the best damn marketing podcast on the planet. Whether you want to sell more products, more services, get more customers, or just make more money. This is where you need to be. Coming to you straight from the trenches and reaching across the globe. It's the High Response Marketing Podcast. Featuring the postcard pioneer himself, Bob Ross. Hey, Sapria. Yes. Hi, Bob. How are you? Good. I don't know if I'm saying your name right. Is it Supriya? Yes, you said it correct. Awesome. You just finished. Uh, you just finished a card up there. Yes, I did. I did. Yes, and uh, it was definitely a great experience. It was good, even the first time, huh? Yes. Did um. Oh yes. Oh yes. I would say that uh, in my first card, I was lucky enough that I probably saw all kinds of customers. You know, easy customers, tough customers bad ones, rude ones. It was it was a mix of uh, it, it was this this card I would say was an amazing ride of amazing experiences. <laughs> Did um and I think yeah, I think you I I think your card had fourteen or so spaces on it, right? So you filled it up pretty good. Right, sixteen. Sixteen, you had sixteen. Yes. Wow, nice. Yes. Very nice. We're uh yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah. And you did it how long did it take you to fill it up? Um, I would say about three weeks. And in those three weeks, I was not, I was working from like 12 to six, about six hours a day. Wow. And uh, okay. of course, those six hours were, uh, were rigorous. You know, I was going back and forth, uh, approaching customers. I, I was targeting like, you know, if I go to one market, I would target almost 90% of the people available there. And of course, you don't get everybody at one go. So there are follow-ups involved, but I was trying to cover maximum. So you went right out and you you went uh, and just walked into businesses. Is that how you got most of the? Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you do? Yes, an, did, that's how. That's how I did. Did you do any cold calling or emailing? Well, I would say a little bit of emailing, but very minimum. Maybe like two people that I tried contacting on email, and uh, my mostly was walk-ins and cold calls. Walk-ins. Wow, that's great. Did you were you able to form any relationships with people that you think will grow into much bigger, you know, over time? Uh yes, definitely. So I would say out of my sixteen uh, people that I have on my postcard, I probably build relationship with I would say eighty percent of them. Oh wow! And that is, I believe, that is one of the key. You know, because all of them, there were a few who who were who were like a quick yes in the first meeting. But a few were, you know, few were the ones who had some, some of them had already burned their hands once, or maybe some of them were not very happy with the direct marketing concept. But in, in the end, I was able to satisfy, I was able to, you know, get them to a closure sale. And uh, right. now they like the idea. They're interested and they also want to do it in my next postcard Great. whenever I do it in this town. Have you already kind of set up a few of them to go on the next one? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Right. I, I already have two. We were ready to go for the next every one as well. Have, do you have sales experience? I mean, have you sold before? Uh, if you No, not at all. Really? I am not from a sales background. No. I mean, selling 16 yeah. ads in three weeks, that's a, it's quite an accomplishment. It's, it's not easy to do that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. What, yeah. what did you do before? Um, what, what did I do before? I probably read, actually, this was introduced to me by my husband, Akhil, and I believe you know him better because he's been interacting with you. Right. I, yeah, a few months ago or something, almost a year ago, maybe he, he, we talked. 
Right, right. He's been into it. Actually, he is a software engineer. But uh, so he has his job. But with that, he has a lot of interest in business. So because of that, he was ongoing uh, exploring options, exploring options, you know, that what, what options he has available if he wants to do something on the side. With doing that, he got across this and he introduced me to this. And uh, so he made me go through a couple of links, a couple of um, your documents, your uh, uh, everything that, you know, every matter that you had, I kind of went through that once. I wouldn't say I really went through that a lot, but I went, because I'm I'm a new mom also, and I have a 17-month-old. Okay. So, yeah. life is tough for me. Yeah, yeah, that is, right. But yeah, but with that, right. So, I, I read about uh, the postcard, and then one day we were just, we just went out and without just thinking, I had, I was carrying a little booklet, a little three pages uh, brochure that I was carrying for everybody, which had my information and what I was doing and a little sample of what we were coming out with. So I dropped, we just randomly went out to the first place. I dropped my brochure, explained a little bit. The owner wasn't there. And uh, next day I get a call from him that, hey, listen, you dropped your brochure. I wanted to talk about it. We go and talk to him. He was the customer, the first customer that I had. We probably just spoke for like five minutes. <laughs> and he signed up for this town and he signed up for another oh, town. Oh, wow. And you knew this was a, a good thing as soon as he, that happened, I'm sure. Oh, yes. Oh, right. yes. So I would basically say he was the first guy who triggered us into it. And, you know, because of him, because he was so easy, we, we got the confidence and we started, uh, you know, the confidence came and, of course, then we started on Right. I, it's, uh, it's unfortunate, but a lot of it does come down to what happens in those first few appointments. If someone sells someone right off the bat, they're probably going to have a successful time. But if, if someone has runs into three or four days of no one saying yes, sometimes they just don't keep pushing on. Right. Uh, I'll see. I'll tell you something. This was just, I would say that, you know, one, I was lucky the kind of town that I approached to, like I just explained. And two, um, I was again lucky the first customer that I had was a very easy customer, but that would never be the case. Because just to quote to that, my first customer was very easy. Second one was real tough. What were and the tough ones? What did you have to do to get the real tough ones? So what my learning out of those uh, experiences were, were that one is your approach has to be right. And when I say approach is that you... Of course, your how you present yourself. Your I wouldn't say that you know dress up too cas too professionally, but don't dress up too casually also. And your, uh, you know how you present the entire thing. One, two is you need to have confidence in your product in your own product first. I had that confidence out of my experience because if you ask me as a person, I if I receive any kind of mailers like magazines, booklets. I don't go through them. I don't have the time to flip pages and look for a good deal. Right. If you ask me, if you ask me, the attraction is that it is so visible that for a, for a, for a person like me who has such a fast life and such a busy life, I want something, you know, which I can quickly see that, oh, hey, listen, you know, this is of interest. I want to keep it. I don't want to go through a magazine. There are enough things that I have which I keep for doing it later. Yeah. I don't want another one, you know. Right. Yeah, that so confident. Right. You're you're sold on it yourself. Right. So when I'm sold on it myself, it's it's kind of, you know, I, and of course, I wouldn't say that don't be persuasive. You have to be persuasive. But 
in a very soft manner that it doesn't, you, you're just selling your product. When you have confidence in your product, till the end, you will only sell your product. Just to, uh, that's what I feel, you know, so I've had experiences like that. And uh, wherein people were, when I walked in and they just said no. But, you know, I did not lose any opportunity to talk uh, about my product and tell them, you know, hey, why no? Yeah. And I've got them taking two spots, not even one. I got them taking two spots. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> so persuasive is definitely being persuasive. It is definitely important. But again, you know where you're, where you draw a line, where you, how you're selling. You know, sure. You, when you, it's you, time your, to how go. Your product is good. Right. Right. Do you, uh, did you find, did you have to haggle on prices much or did you get the prices that you wanted for every space? Uh, no, I would not say that. For maybe four spots, I got the price that I wanted. But for others, I had to negotiate. Right. And um, there were times that I did downsell. And I later realized, uh, but again, this comes with experience, you know. I would not say that it was a mistake. I learned out of that. Because uh, just to quote an example, like my first one was easy. I, I did negotiate that one also, but that did not go on a very low price. But the second one, uh, it was very tough. And plus, it also did go on a low price. So, and that's again, because I I was learning, you know, I was also gaining experience that, hey, what best can I do to sell this? So, and then again, why I had to downsell, there's also another reason to it. Like I said, the, the town that I approached, was a town uh, wherein it, it's populated, but the income group, I, I don't know, I'm from, you know, we, we say, I say in Massachusetts. Yeah, right. I don't know where in Massachusetts, so in Mass- though. Are you near Boston or? Right. I'm, I stay in Bilrica. Bilrica is a town. It is, it, ha- it's a, it has about 30,000 people staying here. Okay, 30, so it's 000, small, right. uh, small. But again, when you see the commercial uh, retailers, we have a lot of retailers here. Okay. Uh, but again, the income group is not that high, so I had to come down to a mediocre price here, you know? Right. Because the income group here is about, uh, I would say, 91,000 is the average here. So, which is, in, if you consider, if you consider in Massachusetts, it's not considered very high. Yeah. So, 91 was the average here, right? So, uh, keeping that in mind, I do, I did have to downsell a couple of ads. Yes. But again, the ones that went on a good price were the ones, you know, like restaurants uh, and who've done postcards and they were educated people, you know, who knew how much they knew was. the value. Being... Right. They knew what that value right. was. Right. 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 Do, what, are you working so, on your second card already or? Yes. So since my the first guy who signed up for my this current card, the one that we're printing right now, he also signed up for the uh, second card. So I had a I had to finish that, you know, and <laughs> right. that was definitely motivation and uh for me to explore another town and uh, it sounds like you part it sounds like you enjoy yeah, yeah, it sounds like you you enjoy going out there and talking with people oh yes i i think that's how you know i always thought that sales is something that i never want to do i'm from a service background i'm from a customer service background and i have about nine years of experience and uh but I felt that sales was never something that I wanted to do. And But after doing this postcard, I feel that um, this is something that, you know, I'm very good at. <laughs> right. What do you think? What From the business owner's perspective, what do you think it is about you that they like? What are you doing right that they 
they buy from you? Uh, Sure. Uh, basically, I think what uh, a customer is looking for from anybody who, you know, from a, from a third party who's trying to sell or kind of do any kind of interaction with the customer, I feel he's just looking for a truthful commitment. And when I say truthful commitment in this kind of a process, I will probably put it like, uh, let's say for an ex example, I dropped in my brochure with this guy and he said, you know, I'm going to go through this and why don't you call me back tomorrow? So my, uh, my sincerity and my, you know, my reliability comes with my actions. So with my reliability, I build, uh, with my actions, I'm building my reliability. And with that, I'm built, I'm also building relationship with them, right? Right. Right. So, uh, that is, so what, how do I build my reliability with them is one, my follow up. I would be very, uh, particular about my follow up. And if they, if they say true, I would make sure it is true. I, and if they want me to come and see them, I go and see them. And I go and see them with, you know, I go and tell them about a lot of things. I talk about a lot of other, um, types of marketing that how you, you can lose money there and how you not, uh, you know, what kind of money you're giving here and what kind of money you're giving there. You don't get, I sit and talk to them. I never force a sale on them. I just educate them. They're the ones that are making the, de- really coming up with the decision to buy it on their own. You're saying, right? right. You know, I'm educating them. I'm I'm not telling them, hey, buy this. No, I educate them that this is what the this is what is good. That's what I feel. So I educate them, and mostly of my customers that I've been able to close, they are ones who've been who've been convinced that hey, this is a good thing. And plus, while I was doing this, I came across so many more people. So out of this sixteen, I already have two people who want to go for my next card. Plus. I have a lot of other follow-ups who said that, hey, listen, you're, you're a day late. You know, if you would have come a day in advance, I just signed up for this and I did this. Right. But next time when you do it in February, I want to be on your postcard. So I have people who have given me commitments like this also because they are edu- I've educated them about the product. Right, yeah. Has your hus- and your husband's been pretty supportive of you doing it too, huh? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He, he's been a big support. He's been... Uh, because my education, mostly the whatever I've been able to educate the customer, is just because he's been talking to me about it. He keeps educating me, and I, I go ahead and use it in the market. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give? So what advice would you? What advice would you give to someone who is just starting out? Maybe scared to go out there. Maybe scared of you know what to say. What do I say? Um, okay, I would say again a couple of things. One is that. Uh, you know, when you when you get into something like this, you don't have to be prepared at all. Why you don't have to be prepared is because uh, you will have good, bad, sad, ugly experiences. But every experience should be considered as an experience. It should not be taken personally because it is not for you. It is just that, you know, they're either sick of the salespeople coming to you or they're, they're just sick of the whole process. You know, there are people who are done. We're done with all the all the people approaching them. Right, for doesn't matter who comes in there, right? Right. So one very important point is that it's not. Let's not take it personally. It is not personal. It is they are just based out of their own experiences. That's why they're giving this to us. One is that. Two is your approach. When I say that, even if you've had, you know, there there have been customers who've been really rude also. You still don't, you know, you just walk back and say, okay, fine. You know, maybe next time when he sees my postcard in the market, he'll probably feel that, hey, listen, why did I miss it? Right. You know, he's going to have that kind of an approach. Of course, your follow-ups are the only key. Follow-ups 
one is the biggest key if you have either you know some some people these days have a mobile app some people like to write whatever is good for you do that i i, what do you I, do? I like to write so i i do too i write right i do too i keep in i keep yellow I like to yellow legal points. pads yeah Right. I like to make points. I like to read them. I like, you know, when I'm going next day, I make a list of follow-ups and I make a list of new people that I'm going to approach today. So I kind of like to write and target my day so that I'm not wasting time in the market. You know, I'm, I'm utilizing that time. Have you picked, so, have, do you, yeah, pick, do you pick, uh, are there certain businesses that you found that you like to target better or that turn to sales more often? Um, uh, I would say that, you know, on your, uh, just, just to summarize the first point, uh, since I just said, I, I would say that um, they're like, you know, I have a good restaurant here. So when I'm going in the market, I also use their name. I'm, I'm using their names, you know, so that let the people know that, hey, I have good people on my postcard. I, I have a trampoline park in my area, you know, so for something like that, if I have them on a postcard, it upsells uh, my postcard automatically, right? Yeah, right, right. So, so uh, I do that too. I do uh, so. Just to summarize to that point, that you know what, what new things? One follow up. Use your names whenever you've started selling. Keep telling, keep telling people that hey, I have them on. I have the good restaurant. I have a good Chinese restaurant. They like that. They right. like to be around with good people. Right. Once like, you get you know, that big I had, name. I had, I had a very Yes, I had a very good gym on my postcard, and if you you must have seen it. And just a second to that, a guy who supplies uh, uh, supplement products, health products, he liked the idea that hey, I have a spot next to the gym. So he, you know, just came and signed because he was next to. He the wanted gym. to be next to the gym, right? Actually, I just pulled up your card and I'm looking at it, and you're right. You've got the supplements right next to the gym. That's perfect. Yes, and so using names always. And then a smoke shop next to it too. <laughs> yeah, I have a smoke shop next to it. <laughs> and a couple restaurants, <laughs> restaurant below. It. <laughs> right. But it's right. great. It, it's outstanding. I think you use Greg too for design, right? It looks beautiful. The, the card. Yeah, I know Greg. Greg definitely did a good job, and uh, yes, it definitely came out nice. So it took you about three weeks to fill up sixteen spaces, which is outstanding for your first time. I mean, that's just that's great. Did you, uh, off the top of your head, in those three weeks, w were the sales distributed even? You know, were you selling roughly five per week, or were there? Um, no, no, no. It wasn't like that. I was uh, again. You know, uh, my first week was good, so that's how my first. Uh, uh, I had in my in my and in my first week, I had good, bad, ugly, all kind of customers. But in my first week, I was able to cover about eight. I was about to. I was. Yeah, I was. I was sold with eight spots. Wow! In your first week, you sold eight. Yes, in my first week, I sold eight, and then uh, the pace went slow. And uh, was that because of you, yeah. or because of just how it went the second week? Um, I I would say partially because of me, because of my routine, and partially because of uh, the market also. Right. Because, you know, it was become like, you know, like everybody says that it's very easy to sign a pizza place. I could not sign a pizza place. It was, <laughs> it was funny. You know, there was, I, I tried so many pizza places that I could not sign up. You couldn't, any yeah, pizza. I don't see one on here. Yeah. Wow. And it's easy to sign up for a pizza guy. Wow. I couldn't do that. <laughs> that's funny. You know, it's just, and, yeah, that's funny. Couldn't get one. Yeah. 
so partially because of me and partially because of you know like pizza guy then i was i spent a lot of time finding a good liquor store but in mass uh, liquor store has a different policy they cannot offer discounts so i was trying to you know work something else out for them you know maybe offer a better deal on a couple of packages but i could not sign up any liquor store yeah there just wasn't a right right every state has right. different uh, yeah you've got you've got right. restaurants you've got uh yeah, that's a really well-rounded card. I mean, you must have, you must have to a degree, kind of selected who you wanted because this card looks like it's got businesses that you wanted on the card. Right. I because my because of my approach, you know, I did definitely start just approaching, but I had uh, a list of uh, you know list of businesses that I wanted to approach. I made that list first and then I would approach them. So I had a list like I wanted, I wanted an Indian restaurant because I know there are Indians around the area. Then I, then I knew there are a couple of good Chinese. So I wanted one Chinese restaurant. Then of course I wanted um, a gym. Then I wanted a pizza guy. Then I, then of course I wanted some, I, I could not do good with any kind of contractors, you know, no contractors. Mm. Uh, but again, I have follow-ups for them. Maybe I was a little late for them. They had already done their marketing. But I have follow-ups for that. But I didn't have any of those big uh, contractors. But yes, I approached like hair salons, restaurants, then gyms, uh, or uh, any any kind of art class like karate, kung fu. So I had one of the, those domains. I did have a list, you know, that I was going to target. <laughs> you did a really outstanding job. And I think it's impressive also that you've got a, would you say an 18-month-old at home? Yes. Now he's 18 months. But when I started, he was 16. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) What was the toughest sale that you, that you had while filling up this card? Uh, I, I don't know if you are. Okay. So, you know, while I was using this word tough, I was feeling that tough is just not the right word. Let me use it that it was uh, a very long discussed follow-up with follow-up sales. So it was a very long sale, which which I was only able to do it because of my um, assertiveness and persuasiveness. So it was because, you know, now I went, you, you see this um, flex guy who supplies uh, health supplements and then you see see a dental guy. Okay. Yeah, I do. And then you see a dental guy. Now, both of them, they are two different owners, but they are both partners in both the businesses. So the dental guy is also a partner with the flex guy, the health supplement guy, and the health supplement guy is also a partner with the dental guy. Okay. So, so now I had I had these two people with with which from whom I, I was supposed to get two ads sold, two spots sold, but they were so tough to crack. One of them would uh, I would approach one of them and you know talk for like half an hour, tell them numbers. Uh, the what's the return, how much are you investing, the cents, everything I would be talking. And after like conversation of an hour, he would say, hey, you know, I can only do it if Mike does it. Uh, if he says, okay, then I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. So then next day I go approach, I fix it. I try to make an appointment with Mike and then he's not even, I, then finally after like three days, I get, I get hold of Mike. Now, when I get hold of Mike, as soon as I enter the ha- I enter his uh, flex store, He's telling me, oh, hey, listen, you know what? He told me about it. We're not interested. Uh-oh. Okay. And I've not even entered the place. I've not even entered the <laughs> place properly. right. And uh, I was like, oh, really? Uh, and, and, you know, that time I just kept 
I was not trying to close the conversation. I kept asking him open conversation so that he kept answering me. And we tried, we, we built, there was a conversation that happened. And out of that conversation, which I did was, I was like, you know, why, why are you saying no? He's like, no, you know what? We've done that. We've already burned our hands. I said, you don't need to pay me right now. I'm like, you don't need to pay me at all. You see the postcard, once you see it on your hand, then you pay me. So money is not the concern. I just want to tell you something that's new here. So I just kept coming back to him. He kept closing the call and I just kept, but I was, uh, you know, I, he wasn't rude. So that was good. He was, he just kept closing right. and I kept asking him questions asking to open questions, the conversation. Right. Open-ended questions, right? Right. And finally we ended up having two spots uh, with good prizes. So. <laughs> And the good thing that happened to me was a customer walked in that time and he just randomly asked the customer, you know, what do you feel if you receive something like this at your doorstep? And the customer said, I would love to see it. Wow. That's powerful. <laughs> so, you know, that's one. And plus I kept telling him that the, I had to show him numbers because, you know, I, I got the key that money is bothering him. So even if I ask him what I want, he's going to show me, you know, negotiate. Yeah. So I showed him the numbers first. I showed him that, you know, when you put your ad in a magazine, when you put your ad in here, or when you even do postcards separately, because I, I came across a lot of people who do postcards, you know, for their own restaurant. I tried showing them the kind of money that they would invest. So when you're doing postcards, you know that you're already sold, halfway sold. When a customer is already doing a postcard, you know that he's already halfway sold because he knows what it gets to him. Yeah. That's why he's doing it. Yeah. We are just trying to tell him, you know, let's share the cost and let's do it big. Let's make it more impressive. Let's make it big. And, you know, you know you have a market. And only for those people, let's just have something which is perfect. Why not do that? Right. So basically sell their own product to them that, you know, hey, you're already doing this. But just let's, let's do it in a better manner. Let's do it big. Let's go big. And uh, sell them the price that, you know, when you do it individually, what you're, what you're spending. And if you do it through us, you spend like three cents, four cents. It depends what what kind of, how, what, how you've priced your spot. Right. So that was one of the keys that was, I really used it in that sale. I was just going to say quick, if you had, if a lot of people would have gone in there and then the guy would have said, no, get out of, you know, not interested. And they would have walked out, but because you, you just asked them some open questions, you end up getting that plus the other guy, You, you end up getting both. Right. You, you very correctly said it, that, you know, it, this was a customer where and I kept asking open-ended questions because he was at least not rude. So I was able to strike that conversation. But there are customers who are purely, completely rude. But that does not mean that I stop asking my questions. I still have to do that at least two, three times. But then I know, okay, now, you know, this guy is not going to get there. So like, you know you have to go back. If you have confidence in your product, you will be able to sell it. In fact, one of my very good easy ones was the jeweler guy. He, uh, I just walked on him. I just spoke to him for two minutes and he said, okay, how much? And, uh, but by, I, I, it did not go for a very good price because I was a, a automatic. I was already, give, I had already given a discount, but it was an instant thing. And he immediately gave me a check of uh, $500 and he didn't even ask me to him to address it. To, he just gave it to me. Yeah, Cause he understood. Right. Right. I think what, uh, what I'm taking away from this is that you, Primarily, it's the confidence that you have in the actual product, and that's why you're so right. successful at it. You knew, you know, it's a good deal. You're not taking it personally when someone just doesn't understand it, and right. as a result, you you just it's it's gonna happen. Yeah. Off the top of your head, what percentage of owners 
that you talked to bought from you? Not managers, uh, not gave, owners. If you got in front of, how many owners did you have to get in front of to get 16 spaces sold? Um, I can give you a rough count. I would say maybe about 50 to 60. So you sold and, about uh, one out of every four. Yeah, I would say that, yeah. Or maybe, yeah, you know, because I had, uh, this time, because it was the first time I was probably doing a lot of follow-ups physically also. So they also kind of doubled my time this, because there were a lot of owners, you know, who don't understand the language of email. There are a lot of owners who want to see you physically. Sure. So right. for that, I had, for that I had to do my repetitive visits also, but I would say about uh, 50 is, uh, 50 to 60. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I love that because it's, it's really just about those numbers. I mean, if you get in front of 50 business owners, you're going to have a card filled. No, no doubt about it. That's going to happen. Yes. Yes. Right. And, and once you understand that you can start, I'm sure you're already thinking this, you can start targeting better. You can start selecting, trying to get so that every business you're going into where it has the best chance of, of reaching an owner. Yes, that's half the battle. That's exactly. most of the battle is just getting in front of an owner. Right, right. It's actually, that, that is half the battle that you sustain there. Well, Supriya, I really appreciate it. Um, it's I, I got to tell you again, congratulations for getting a 16-spot card filled up in just a few weeks. I really look forward. Thank you. Yeah, I really look forward to hearing how, how your next one is. Supriya, thank you so much. And uh, stay in contact. Keep me updated with everything. And uh, thank you again. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you so much. Nope. No problem. Goodbye.